The FTC is doing everything it can to stop the Xbox acquisition. Happy Friday, friends. If you thought last week was going to be the end of the whole Xbox ordeal, surprise, here we are. Like the CMA is going uh, doing their thing. The FTC is trying everything it can to stop this acquisition. And by midnight tonight, we will have probably a definitive ruling one way or another which way this Xbox thing is going to go. And then Microsoft thinking, hey, that's not enough news, is uh, rebranding a ton of their, their corporate infrastructure under Entra. And there has just been a lot going on. As a reminder, Microsoft's fiscal year closed on June 30th. They're going to report earnings on, uh, let's see, July 25th. And so, like, like, there's a lot happening right now. Obviously, the notable thing being the nearly $70 billion acquisition of Activision is keeping Microsoft and pretty much the press eyes on uh, throughout the entire time. So hopefully you had a wonderful week. It was busy on this end. I'm back from vacation last week. And so uh, I wanted to point something out about like this perfect email that I got, which we'll talk about here, well now I guess. And so if you remember like, well last week I was at the national parks and I love the national parks. And earlier this year, I went to my favorite place, which is Zion. Zion is like my favorite national park on the planet, at least for many, many reasons. And so. That is me on the left. This is me hiking up to Scouts Lookout and on my way. We didn't actually do Angel's Landing, but if you're familiar with Angel's Landing, the Scouts Lookout is right uh, before that. So keep in mind that I love Zion and I got an email from Ridge Wallets. Now you're probably thinking, Brad, you don't do a lot of sponsorships on your video. However, Ridge Wallet reached out and they're like, hey, we have a new wallet that is basically the Narrows. It's a topographical map of Zion, and we think this would be perfect for your channel. And I was like, you know what? All right, let's, I'll take a bite. So they sent one over and you can see me uh, unboxing it here. And you might be wondering, Brad, why was this like the perfect sponsorship? Cause you don't do a lot of them. Well, the reason why this was honestly a perfect sponsorship here is that while you can see the Narrows wallet there with the topographical information, uh, about two and a half, three years ago, I bought my own Ridge wallet. Like I legitimately bought this with my own money. You can see there's many cards in here. There's cash on the back. And so I've been using this for like, I don't know, close to three years at this point. And so when they reached out and said, hey, Brad, we've got one that does uh, Zion National Park, the, the Narrows topographical information. And we've got a wallet that you've already purchased with your own money. Would you be willing to do a sponsorship? And I was like, sure. And so they sent that over and you can see it here. And so this will become my new daily wallet. And obviously you can actually mix and match the covers here, but uh, I love Zion. I love the Narrows. I already had the product. They said, you want to do a sponsorship? I was like, you know what? Yes, please send it over. You can find links in the description for 10% off your order of the Ridge wallet. Big shout out to them. Thanks for Ridge for sponsoring the video. And uh, let's just dive into the gaming news because the Xbox stuff is ridiculous and it's ongoing. So I'm going to roll the B-roll and let's get started about the latest with the FTC here. Because the FTC filed an emergency, they're trying to stop the acquisition. That is something that we have known. And so after they lost the initial court battle, they went back to the same judge who, and they provided documentation said, look, we don't think your ruling was accurate. And the judge, of course, said, no, I think it was. And so she denied their motion. And so where in the, in the nutshell we stand right now is the FTC has to go to the Ninth Court Circuit of Appeals saying, look, the initial judge is not playing by the rules. We think that we still have a case. And so now it's going to be up to the Ninth Circuit Court. 
court to stop the acquisition. Now, the big deal here is that they effectively have until midnight Friday to issue a stop. If they do not issue a stop by the by midnight tonight, Microsoft can push this transaction through. So it's going to be a crazy day of seeing like what's going to go on. And so the FTC was saying, uh, like in their the the rationale for the trying to get relief from this, they, they had a couple points. I'm not saying that I agree with these, agree with this, but they said it. The FTC says it was an error to conclude that there were no anti-competitive effects in multiplayer in multi-game library subscription services, despite finding that Call of Duty would likely be exclusively offered on Game Pass, which that whatever uh, Microsoft's deal with Nvidia, Boosteroid, and others. Uh, an offer to include Sony should be ignored. So basically the FTC is like, even though they have these 10 year deals, don't, don't worry about those. Those should not be uh, whatever. The FTC says Microsoft engaged in a partial foreclosure with respect to Zenimac games by making sure those games would run best on Microsoft's platforms, which again, that's their argument. I'm not saying I agree with it. Uh, they also said the judge shouldn't have relied on Microsoft's intent. The invo this involves things other than what Satya said and what Phil's testimony, basically saying that, look, just because executives went up there and said they're going to do something, you can't base your ruling on that, even though they swore under oath that they would keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. And uh, FTC thinks it has enough evidence and strong arguments that future divestiture would be difficult, basically meaning like if in the future they needed to break apart uh, the Activision deal with Xbox and everything else that it would be nearly impossible once the money has exchanged hands. And of course, Microsoft responded by saying, as we will explain to the Ninth Circuit, the FTC does not identify a single legal error in the court's reasoning, nor any reason to think that any of the complaints they lodged would have changed the outcome. And so the TLDR is that basically the FTC thinks that the judge did not interpret the ruling correctly, or the law correctly, I should say, and that that should be thrown out and re-looked at and that the appeals court should should issue an, uh, a block of this transaction, which of course Microsoft is doing everything in their power to make sure that doesn't happen. Now, that's not the only drama, if you will, that's going on. The CMA side continues to churn as well. Now, there was a lot of confusion around this, primarily because the CNBC initially reported that Microsoft and the CMA had come to an agreement and, and a pathway forward. But as it turns out, it wasn't. that was not quite accurate. Really, it's what Microsoft had offered things to the CMA, and it was up to them. And so actually, Bloomberg came out and said, that uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are considering giving up some control of their cloud business in the UK as a way to appease regulators so that they can complete their $69 billion merger by the July 18th deadline. Meaning, meaning here, my friends, that the in the EU or the EU, UK specifically, Microsoft might just say, okay, we'll give cloud gaming to another company to run. It might be EE, uh, I believe is the largest, Microsoft's largest partner in the UK currently. Now that is not confirmed. That is not the CMA, something that they have accepted, but it came from Bloomberg who has, has done pretty well with scooping up some information. So it sounds like this is, might be the path that Microsoft tries to take to get things closed in the UK, uh, assuming everything else goes forward, which it does feel like. It is gonna be a crazy whirlwind of the next 48 hours because we're going to learn one way or another what the Ninth Circuit is going to do. Microsoft is hoping that nothing happens. Like that is what Microsoft hopes is that nothing happens. But the Ninth Circuit could delay this stuff. They're going to try to get it done this weekend. As, as a reminder, by July 18th, there's that $3 billion breakup fee if they don't renegotiate. Also on Monday, the NASDAQ is prepared to delist Activision. So it's like 
you got to move quick. And so, yeah, so this is going to be coming along. And if that wasn't all enough, Turkey, the country, not the sandwich, actually approved the acquisition as well. So not that anybody was hinging on what Turkey said. There you go. Other gaming news, you know, that that is by far the biggest thing in the industry and across Microsoft for sure. But either way, uh, Microsoft starts testing a voice uh, reporting feature. So this is basically kind of think of it almost like, you know, you can record your screen in, in your game pass, not your game pass, but your gameplay. Microsoft was now allowing you to do that with audio and allowing you to use that to report people. So people start screaming at you, obscenities and all that stuff. You can actually report that and then ship it off to Microsoft to hopefully get them uh, either blocked or whatever else Microsoft may not do, may may or may not do. Also, the ongoing is the ID at Xbox Demo Fest with 40 indie games demos until July 17th. So Microsoft really pushing that small developer thing right now, as they have done in the past. And so if you're looking for an in, pick up an indie game, now might be the time. So in a bit of a reverse order because we did we did Xbox news first because again that is the biggest thing happening in the industry right now. Uh, on to the tech news this week, Microsoft released Windows 11 version 23A2 or will release I should say as an enablement package, and so that means that means it's kind of like a smaller update, right? It's not a a core change um, thing, but Microsoft has so many different ways of servicing. I want to get too caught in the details. One thing you should get caught up in is the new Canary build. The Canary builds have been lagging behind the dev builds and it was kind of an awkward situation. And so now Canary, there is a new Canary build. It has some Rust features uh, with a GDI element. And so Microsoft is adding Rust uh, to their core componentry for the underlying infrastructure of Windows. So you can now grab, now grab that. The other like big crazy news, which is I'm not going to say I agree with this, but whatever. Microsoft is renaming Azure Active Directory to, I think it's Entra or Entra. I always think it's Encarta. For, and if you understand that, you've been around the block or two, but it's Encarta ID. Now, Microsoft loves a rebranding because that allows them to change up licensing and everything else. And so what from what my understanding is that they're really trying to decouple this from the legacy. Like Active Directory is an old term primarily driven from an on-premises environment. And they brought it to Azure. And like Azure AD is actually more expansive than your traditional Active Directory. And so the company is rebranding Azure Active Directory to Entra ID instead of Active Directory. And of course, there will, I'm sure there'll be licensing changes, if not immediately, there will be eventually because Microsoft loves to you know, turn that revenue dial as they do these sorts of things. And also for SEO wizards out there, you can go rewrite all your blog posts about Azure AD with now Entra ID and your new uh, SEO tactics because that's the way it is. Microsoft Edge will now block spam web notifications. I typically try to block all web notifications because I've never really found any of them to be of value other than like, please sign up for our email list, that sort of thing. Other interesting stuff is that Microsoft is going to change the default font for Office. So right now it's uh, Calibri's, I've always pronounced it, but it's Calibri, I believe other people, whatever. The new font is apt, I think it's believe aptos, A-P-T-O-S. And so Microsoft did this whole write up about this thing. I have to call this out because Keep in mind, friends, this is a font. This is a font. This is from Microsoft. We can't wait for Aptos to be readily available since it was crafted to embody the many aspects of the human experience. Friends, this is a font, not a miracle drug that solves any illness that you can imagine. 
It's a font. We'll see. Uh, it's the first time I'm saying like 15 years. It's been a while since they've changed the default font, which is I recognize is a big deal. You're changing the font that literal billions of people will look at with their eyeballs. And so it better be good. It better be good. And so Aptos is the one that is coming. Uh, speaking of more regulatory stuff, Microsoft is far from out of the waters in the EU. They're looking at Office. There's Azure stuff. So just keep that in mind that the, despite the fact they got the Activision stuff through, the EU is not done with Microsoft, and they're not done with other large companies as well. And a significant bit of news, which might also land Microsoft in some hot water, not for what you're probably initially thinking, is Microsoft warns that Chinese hackers targeting the U.S. and European government were able to access a bunch of accounts. They call this group Storm0558, and yeah, uh, it, they were able to access government email accounts. Now, the <laughs> the where Microsoft might land in some hot water here is that these entities would be able to better track this stuff with a SKU that Microsoft offers. It's higher up. It's a more premium experience. And now the government's like, why are you charging more company companies more money to secure your own product? Like it's a, it's a good, it's a good kind of bad. It's a bad narrative when the government's like, look, you had a tool that can detect this intrusion. The average company probably can't afford it, but you have it available. Like where, you know, you're selling a product that's not fully secure. Hey, Hey, Let's uh, let's just just keep your eyes on that one because that might be the start of something as well because Microsoft loves its E3, E5, and and all their boltons and everything else. And so there you go. All right, on to the questions of the week, my friend. Always my favorite part. Always my favorite part. Uh, Roddy says. What might mean for UK gamers if Microsoft agrees to divestiture the cloud gaming business? Will it be like another subscription on top of Game Pass or Game Pass in the UK will be controlled by somebody else? So this is relating to the CMA process where Microsoft in that country might be like, okay, oh, okay, EE or whoever else, you take over the Game Pass product line and you be the, become the official reseller. I think that's effectively what it means is like, if you want Game Pass in the UK, you have to go to a different company besides Microsoft. I don't know how this works out in a way that typically ends up costing less. I don't because you think about it. As soon as you put another company in between, it's like, well, they're not going to resell it for free. They've got to make margin on something like that. And so I think it's a bit too early to fully speculate how it would work out. But my guess would be is like, hey, if you want Game Pass, then you got to go to this vendor and they will hook you up with the bits and then you're actually paying them. It, there, there could be some serious confusion there because what happens as an example to Game Pass Ultimate? So you go to Microsoft, you buy Game Pass Ultimate, but then... Are you getting cloud gaming or is that like another bolt-on? These are the details that we don't quite know yet that Microsoft will have to work out. And first of all, the CMA has to be like, yes, we agree with that. That is something that we think that we'll, you should do and then you, we will approve your transaction. So uh, Matt O'Bear says, the ABK deal is ending soon. Is it Matt O'Bear? We hope it's ending soon. We hope that life moves on, that we can actually see Microsoft's strategy for integration with all this ABK assets. But as of right now, technically speaking, it's still up in the air. Do you think when the deal closes that truly be the end of it, or will it be, or will the CMA or Sony, some other party, raise a stink about it? I think, I believe that if they can get it through the FTC, it will be the primary end of all of this, right? Soon as Microsoft gets the FTC either to deny, currently, at this point, you got to remember, it's approved until not. So Microsoft says, like, like in, the, in the judicial world, it has been approved. And after midnight tonight, Microsoft can complete the transaction unless the Ninth Circuit injects and says, nope, you can't do that. So just keep that in mind. Um, I, I do think it will hopefully close and after the, after that point 
I think it's the drama is over unless Microsoft does something dumb like immediately pull Call of Duty from from PlayStation, then then there would be a big stink in the market. So yeah. NGC224 says, with, oh, good question. With Microsoft Inspire next week, anything that consumers might be interested in? Probably not. So Microsoft Inspire is their sales conference for their third-party vendors. Microsoft has an internal sales conference. I want to say it's usually in Atlanta. But Inspire is where their, their external partners all come to learn about what Microsoft's initiatives are going to be for the next year from an enterprise perspective. Now, the one th reason that this might be interesting to some consumers is we should learn a lot more about their AI. I'll be very curious to see if we get their Office 365 or Microsoft 365 AI co-pilot pricing. While Microsoft is testing this thing with and in the public and I'm sure with private partners, we don't know how much it's going to cost on a monthly basis for Copilot. We know that it's expensive, right? With all these GPUs churning and everything else, but I don't believe we've gotten a pricing yet. So that was is of interest to me, but everything else related to Inspire is about how enabling partners of Microsoft to sell more product for them. And Mr. PKI wrapping it up like he likes to do. He said, ending question of the week. For those of us traveling on vacation around the world, like I was some a little bit last week, and downloading the podcast on our Zooms. Okay, Mr. PKI still rocking the Zoom. What is going on with all the email, this Office 365 intrusions? Are they still occurring with customers who have the E5 SKU with a full ATP monitoring and detection? So this is related to that government stuff. You got to remember, this is like a pretty dicey scenario because I believe back in June, Microsoft was like, hey, we got DDoSed, our email infrastructure, and it went down. And then it comes out that, hey, it's like Microsoft's like, actually, a bunch of our government accounts were actually compromised through a flaw in our thing. And But if don't worry, if you had this ATP product, then you are, we were, you're able to detect, right? There's two plays of, in the methodology of you want to, prevent and then you want to detect right if you can't prevent it you need to be able to detect it and so that's a lot well out of where adp come atp comes in and the thing is is like we assumed because microsoft announced this when an assumption is always a dangerous thing that this flaw has been fixed and that government accounts are not being actively penetrated that being said it is very cheap and easy to target these accounts i'm not saying it's easy to penetrate them but right you don't have to it's not like an, it's not like you have to be boots on the ground you can do it remotely so microsoft's infrastructure is always being attacked same with google same with amazon same with facebook maybe same with like literally everybody's infrastructure is always under pressure from some aspect what I will be, again, what I initiated or hinted at earlier, I will be very curious to see if Microsoft gets into a lot of hot water about locking away certain monitoring practices to higher SKUs. That would be detrimental, not detrimental. That could hurt Microsoft's business at the end of the day because they charge more money for it. But again, if you have a product and it's not secure and you got to sell another product to secure the product that you're already selling, that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It just doesn't sit well. So, Mr. PK, hopefully you have safe travels. Hopefully this downloaded well on your Zoom and uh, rocking and rolling. Uh, we'll see about next week. I'm actually traveling a bit next week. I got to just do some things on Thursday and Friday. And so I don't know if there'll be a podcast. There may not be questions next week. I like to do the podcast. And so it is the summertime. And uh, we'll see what happens next week, my friends. Hopefully you had a wonderful week. Make sure to check out those Ridge links down in the description. And as always, make sure to keep it subscribed here because the only BS on this podcast is me.